Gosh, we've heard a plan about preparing marriages and how important that is. And then to establish the foundation of what a godly marriage is supposed to look like. And then we just heard Ted talk about just how important it is to enrich and fuel that strong marriage. But do you have a plan in place to restore marriages in your church? What is the church going to do when, when people like me show up in your church ready to call it quits and we're just one click away from hitting the divorce button? Every church must and can do something. It matters. About two weeks ago, a couple walked in our church and the wife was just clearly in distress, tears and just, just broken. And as she and her husband walked forward and we said, hey, how can we help you? This is, this is what she said. She said, our, our church told us to go get fixed and then come back. Our church told us to go get fixed and then come back. And man, just my immediate response was to just grab that gal, which I did, and embraced her. And this is what I thought in the middle of that hug. God, thank you that I belong to a church that is crazy about broken people. God, thank you that I get to come and worship with people that realize the brokenness in any of us is a result of our sin or a sin that has been done against us. And God, thank you that I belong to a body that is not afraid to embrace the broken. Because if we don't, then we don't understand our mission. Isaiah 61, one tells us that we are to bring the good news that we are to bind the broken. Matthew 28, you're gonna hear us say that a lot. We're called to make disciples, and how can we do that until we take the broken and lead them to follow Christ? You know, we're crazy about the brokenness in others. We understand that it is the greatest opportunity of the church to inject the hope of Christ into the need of the sinner. I recently read an article published by the lead pastors at Grace Hills Church and see if any of these will resonate with you. You know, when the church is crazy about broken people, we have a passion to see people get well. We expect broken people to act broken. Why wouldn't a non-believer do what a non-believer is doing? We believe it is God's truth that that's what heals and we present it without compromise. We believe that all of us are broken by our sin or by the sins of others. We believe that healing can be found in Christ. We believe that healing the broken is a labor of love, and it's messy, and it's inconvenient, and sometimes it costs us our money, our resources, our time, and oftentimes, Embracing the brokenness, the mess in others, it moves us out of our comfort zone. You know, I believe that when a church is crazy about the broken, that it's going to do these three things. It makes it okay to not be okay. 
We have to be the church who isn't afraid to show our flaws. We have to show our members of our church, our community, our need for Jesus. It's the only thing that's good in any of us. I sat in this church right here in the midsection, and our lead pastor came to the edge of the stage, and he looked out among us, and this is what he said. He said, if you think that you're seated in a room full of perfect people, guess again. He said, you are seated among broken, but you're here to worship with us a perfect God. And not only did he share that, but he went on to share about his own brokenness, how he continues to struggle in, in his own marriage and how his need of a savior is what has to be the number one goal. I think number two, we have to make sure that it's not okay to stay there. It's not okay to stay broken. It's not, we have to help them and bring them to a call of obedience. That call of obedience is, as I said earlier, is that we're gonna present the truth of scripture without compromise. This is what initiates change in the life of an individual, and it's what brings restoration in the marriage. Number three, a church that's crazy about the broken, it provides a clear path, and it creates an environment for growth. You know, in order for us to have that clear path to healing, people in your church need to know where to go, what to do, and where to point their friends when they know others that are struggling in their marriage. I think for far too long, we the church have felt too comfortable about outsourcing our care, sending couples somewhere else to get hurt, to get help, excuse me, when we, we have what they need right here. Gentleman one night showed up at Reengage by himself. This guy flew in from thousands of miles away. And the way that he got here was he just Googled help for my marriage. Our church site popped up, Reengage popped up. And being a commercial airline pilot, he flew himself to Dallas. And he sat in the seats and he just began to listen and catch the vision of, hey, what is it that's helping these marriages come back together? And what he heard that night was the power of the gospel. Now stay with me. This guy wasn't a believer. Flew thousands of miles, came to a church, didn't know anybody, but he was seeking the answer. As we engaged in conversation with him, we found out where he lived. We began to reach out to churches in that region of our country. I was floored with the responses that we received back from a couple of these churches. One church said, hey, we, we don't have time. I mean, we, we don't have the manpower to help give pastoral care to this guy, and you know, sorry, but we're just, we're not able, we're not able to help him. The church needs to be the church. We have everything that we need, as 2 Peter 1.3 reminds us. God has given us everything that we need to pour into the lives of these men and women. And you know, I realize that there are some ways that churches are helping marriages, and perhaps you're doing one of these. For some churches, it's pastoral care, one-to-one -one counsel. 
Or maybe it's programs that offer two-on-two mentoring, or perhaps a weekend marriage conference or retreat, or maybe a marriage-intensive weekend to meet the needs of those in crisis. And then finally, several of you that are attending this conference have launched Reengage, which is a ministry that we use here at Watermark to help couples either enrich or restore their marriages. You know, Reengage is a Christ-centered marriage enrichment program which gives couples a safe place to either reconnect, reignite, or resurrect. This ministry was developed in 2008, and it was designed to help couples understand God's design for marriage as well as guide them toward a relationship with Christ. It's a weekly ministry. We meet every Wednesday night. Some of you tonight are going to plan to stop in and visit. It's where couples can begin to work on their marriages right away. It consists of two main components, a large group and a small group. Large group time consists of teaching and then stories of hope. Small groups consist of four to five couples along with a lay leader couple, which will take them through the 16-week curriculum. Do you know that everybody in our church, everybody in our community and beyond, they know where to send someone when they're struggling in their marriage? We have hairdressers telling the gal in their chair, hey, come, come, come check out Reengage." Women, we do a lot of talking at the salon, don't we? We'll tell just about everything sometimes. We've got hairdressers in our community that have been through this ministry and their lives have been changed by Christ and they're now leading and pouring into other women and asking them to come. Doesn't stop there. Bankers, doctors, we have divorce attorneys that are now sending couples here. Hey, go, go try this out before you think you're gonna hit the final button and click divorce. The greatest one of all was the other night we had a, a pizza delivered to our church. And the pizza delivery guy, as he's pulling out a pen to, to have us sign the bill, it's a re-engaged pen. I said, dude, where'd you get that pen? He said, well, my, my wife and I went through re-engage. It changed our marriage and went on, 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 on. There are several things that make this ministry work. And I think that what I'm about to share with you will make anything work. So here we roll. You wanna know what changed my own personal marriage through this? Three things, God's word, God's people, God's spirit. The power of authenticity, the power of being known. Isn't it interesting that our greatest fear is to be known, yet our greatest desire is to be known? Guys, vulnerability breeds connectedness in the body. When couples hear that they're not alone in their struggles, they come back week after week after week. Another part that makes a big difference is it's the message of hope. When couples who are on the brink of, of divorce are struggling, when they hear the very power of the gospel shared live and in person, when a husband and wife are talking about their brokenness and then the redemption part was Christ, they come back. I could stand and tell you story after story after story of how divorce papers have been shredded in this very building and used as confetti at a celebration party. 
Awesome. Finally, if you and I were to get in an elevator ride from the bottom floor to the top, this is what I would tell you. This ministry moves couples to a lifestyle. See, I didn't just go through reengage for 16 weeks and check the box, we're good. No, 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 no. It put us on a trajectory course of just intentionally pursuing Christ. It put us in a direction that we continue to run to and foster oneness with Christ every day and oneness with one another. It's no secret that marriages are struggling around the globe. When I think of the basic definition of the word restore, this is what I think of. It's to bring back. This could be our absolute finest hour as we help couples in the midst of their brokenness re-engage with Christ and come back to their very first love. And for some of these couples coming in the door, they're meeting Christ for the very first time. The highlight of my day is when a spouse realizes the affair partner will never satisfy. The porn will never meet the need. The drugs, the alcohol, the shopping, you name it, none of that will ever meet the need of what Jesus Christ can meet. When a couple understands that Christ alone is the one that brings them back to that restoration peace and that he is the one that can heal brokenness. Man, are we gonna be that kind of church? Are we gonna be the kind of church who's not afraid to point others to the healing power of Jesus? What plan do you have in place? Man, I'm telling you, I'm in your church, I'm in your neighborhood, I'm in your community, I'm on your staff. Do you have a clear path in place? Everybody in your church and everybody in your community needs to know where to go when the truth of 1 Corinthians 7.28 comes to life. For those who marry will have trouble. Church, are you ready?